one day I went out and interviewed people at my local Walmart, and that's when (laughs) (laughs) that's when people really started listening. (laughs) Why? Why did you do that? Why not? (laughs) Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Oh, What a Glorious Morning. This is a show about a night owl on his journey to becoming a morning person and the fucked up dreams he has along the way. everybody well it's almost morning it's 11 58 p.m two minutes to morning you are listening to oh what a glorious morning my name is mylar and we have a very special treat for you today today is the very first time on my podcast i'm having a guest i'm having a guest star of patrick from oh nope that's my the name of my show this is how tired i am this is from uh we live on a planet patrick hello how are you hey it's great to be here thanks for having me mylar Oh my God, I'm I'm stoked to have you. Your your podcast is fantastic. Thank you. Uh, how long have you been doing it for? Um, I found Anchor. I stumbled ac- across it. It was just by chance, and I I think it's I started October of 2017. Oh wow, really? Yeah, yeah. They uh, Anchor version two had just dropped, and it was still called uh, Radio Reinvented. And so it was more like you're doing a radio show. It wasn't that it was a podcast-based driven app at all yet. Oh, neat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm guessing you used evolution. to I'm guessing you used to be on the radio. No, not at all. I always what? wanted to be. Yeah, always wanted to be though. As like a young kid growing up, DJs and everything were real popular for me. You know, I lived in that era. I'm older than you are, and the era of DJs was real hot and to, to listen to that and you didn't have the ability to have, like we have music right now you were near a radio mm. and you started idolizing these voices that you would hear and if you were maybe at a concert and you're like oh my god 95x is going to be there and dj so-and-so is going to be there and you feel like you're meeting a star and so times are times totally changed now but oh, no i nothing with radio never did it and when i found like this podcast app called anchor and it was radio reinvented i'm like oh at the time you could play music as well and you still can kind of right (laughs) you can't if you want to be monetized though right at the time time you could um they they didn't even have where well no they did have where you could play like apple or spotify music and i believe they still have that and um so i would i would play it just like i was playing an old 80s radio station so i'm playing like my old Apple or Apple list music of stuff that I liked and stuff I grew up with and people are like really digging it and stuff and Anchor was really new and I just started uh, doing really random things of not really having a idea of what my show was about you know and one day I went out and interviewed people at my local Walmart and that's when (laughs) 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 that's when people really started listening <laughs> Why? Why yeah. did you do that? Why not? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> so yeah, that went. That was fun. That was fun. I bet. And and it was scary as hell. I have to tell you. Hold about on. Are those I, are those in, in your previous episodes? Can I can I go back and listen? You can. 
you can. Oh, what episode? Yeah. Do you remember like the number? I got uh, you, like interviewing. Are we talking like you approached random? Yeah. Walmart shoppers. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. It was fun. <laughs> um, oh, it, dude, like, I have to listen this, to this. It's, yeah, it's early. It's early in my podcasting career, um, and it was uh, December time. Uh, uh, so, like December 2017 is when I did it. I never knew that, what I was going to really do with this. And I, since it I evolved into all of a sudden, now it's a podcasting thing. I'm like, I never listened to podcasts anyway. So I didn't know who to be like or who to emulate. So I just did by myself. And I'm not very good at organizing things. I'm not good on the hashtag games. And so a while ago, like, I don't know how many episodes ago, I'm like, I'm just going to call it the WLOAP show episode, whatever. And I'm good with that. And <laughs> And, and and it was just recently I started saying, you know what, maybe I better start labeling these a little bit better. And then when I had a recent guest on that was a, a like a bona fide guy, it rid of, he wrote a movie, you know. And so I was like, I, I better really start being a little bit better at labeling. So when somebody like you does say, hey, what episode was that? I could tell you right away. And all I can say was early into my December once, and I do have it save Walmart interviews. So it was a riot. <laughs> I can't. It was, it I was can't a riot. I cannot. I, wait. It was pretty good. It was, you know, people were really pretty, um, uh, respect or what was that? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, <laughs> responsive, I guess. You know what I mean? They, because I came right up to them and told them that I, was Patrick from We Live on a and made it sound like I was somebody that maybe they should know. Oh know? right, yes, of course, yeah, yeah. No, I gotta <laughs> act the part, of course, yes. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, and uh, my my town that I live in, I I call it a town even though it's a city. There's only about eighteen thousand, so it's pretty small. It's pretty. Oh small. wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's small. And we're we're not. I'm not far from you. I'm on. Right on Lake Ontario. If I throw a rock really hard, I could hit the lake and hit Lake Ontario from where I live. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Nova Scotia is pretty far away from. Well, Lake no, I, I, <laughs> I know. Well, oh, it is. See, I don't know my, my, um, what you call it when it geography. comes to the geography when it comes to that area, then because it is big. You're right. Canada's huge. Canada's yeah. like massive, just it unbelievably is. like I don't even fathom i can't even fathom how big it is it's but um no i don't even know how i came across your your podcast i forget now but i remember i think i told you this i remember um hearing your voice and it was reminiscent of cbc radio when i was growing up my right um, right both of my parents uh were on cbc radio oh really yeah uh they were both comedians believe it or not i do uh, believe it I do, yeah. Because yeah. you've no, you've got the timing yourself. You've really got it. When I've thank you to very much. That's, you're yeah. the first person I think to ever say that to me. So I'll take it. That's that's very kind. Um, but like, I grew up with CBC Radio in the car all the time. Wherever we're driving anywhere, my parents would always put on CBC Radio. And you have a voice that's just reminiscent of those days. So I always assumed you were on the radio. 
Um, but it sounds like you should have been, weren't, and then we're given an opportunity to do this. And you call your show a radio show all the time, which I love, by the way. Instead of calling it a podcast, you call it a radio show. And for people who are leaving messages, you you say that people are calling in, and I find this fantastic. I just yeah, it's, very, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it is fun. I started doing it myself. So, oh, someone's calling in. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Know, thank you, though. That means a lot because I I do a lot of times. You sound like you're a very creative person, and I, I I started following you on Facebook, and I see that you have a nice following there, and you've got your thing going, and you're creative, and you're really comfortable in front of the camera, and you're a creative, and I myself have never really thought of myself as that, and then being in this group of circle of creatives, people are saying, you're a creative, and I'm like, oh, I, I am? Oh, I am? I never really thought <laughs> of myself of that way, and... Now I'm 300 episodes in, and I'm like, when is this going to, when am I going to really start, you know, I don't know. You know, it's that, I think that there's just that part of me that is still has some kind of whatever weird self-doubt that a lot of people oh, everyone's, have. Everyone's got self-doubt. Yeah. But of course you've got, everyone's got creativity. And what's neat is, like, I'd have to go back to the beginning of your, when your show first started to see how it evolved. But I'm assuming your show today is much different than it was 300 oh, episodes ago. It's so incredibly different. So incredibly so, so different. Picture like, like an abstract painting where you're just painting how you feel. I feel today like putting red. I feel today like putting blue. I feel today like doing this stroke. I feel like that's how, even if you don't feel like you're the most creative person in the world, creativity over time will show itself. And that's what your show has evolved. Whatever your show has evolved into has shown your colors of creativity over time right like molding a sculpture or, or or painting or something like that so that's that's a very artistic thing artsy yeah. artsy thing to say no but true you know i do a lot of times think back of where it came and where it's evolved and what i have put out and the feedback that i have gotten from people and it hits me once in a time, once in a while, my or I go, you know what? This podcast is international. I can say that. That's really crazy. Yeah, you've I, got I some Irish any... listeners. I love that. Yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah. I want Irish listeners. <laughs> it, it's fantastic, you know. And to have that has been really humbling for me. For just a you know a small fish in a big pond of this, how many yeah. podcasters are out there? Because it's really become something that really really is becoming very popular and now with an app that we're using makes it really easy where a couple guys can just really get out and get our creative juices going and have this ability to talk like we do and learn and laugh you know because i laugh quite a bit when i listen to your your show and i like your honesty and your oh, thanks, you, man. i like how you have a hot <laughs> yoga studio now that, you know, <laughs> that's great that's great that's my hot yoga podcaster yeah yeah. <laughs> so you say, what's good life? Is that your local place that you're working out at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, groovy. <laughs> shout out to them if they're listening. They could maybe. Oh, no, stuff. I don't want them knowing because then they'll shut me down. Oh, that's. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you just, I give them a good shout out. But, oops, never mind. Bad <laughs> Can you edit that out? I, can, I don't know. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> I don't think you seem to be too worried on your podcast about editing yourself that much. That's what makes it so fun and so real, though. You know, I think that we need that more of where we just kind of have fun, play, have a good time, you know. And I like how you do talk about your dreams. And dreams are really bizarre and fun and 
you know, oh, fascinating, fascinating things. Man, I'm telling you, this this never used to be about my, this whole sh- this whole thing. Never talk about it like a show evolving. I never meant for the show to be about dreams ever. Right. It was it was never the intention. The whole point was literally to to have an audience hold me accountable to waking up earlier and earlier in the morning. That was it. Just, right. <laughs> so, and then I started taking melatonin. And that gave me weird dreams. And I was like, well, now I have something far more entertaining to talk about than I woke up again. Like, just... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but it's great. It's great. Did you, I don't know if you heard the latest episode with Walter White. I uh... did. I did hear it. <laughs> and can you believe I've never seen an episode of Breaking Bad? Oh my God. What? Yeah. Isn't oh, that we, crazy? Okay. We have to talk about that I can't right believe... now. <laughs> I can't believe I've never seen that. But it, yeah, I it's something that it's out there, and I, I don't know. If you are just not a person who watches television, if you don't go on Netflix, and if you don't have cable, if you just didn't grow up with TV, and TV's just not your thing, that's cool. Kudos to you if you're more of a reader or theater goer or what have you. But if you were going to watch one television show. You should watch Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, I've been told. I've been told, and I'm definitely the generation that was sat in front of the TV and been, you know, just as this is what you do. We were the. I was the remote control. There was only three stations back when I was growing up, and we, oh my kids God. were us kids were the ones that turned the channel for your your parents and shit like that. So, <laughs> but no, I grew up. I'm I'm the kid that grew up with Saturday morning cartoons with a bowl of cereal, you know, face pushed up against the TV and. TV guy and still like TV and I still stick it. I still like to play games. I, I see that you still like to play Far Cry. I played Far Cry 5 myself. That's awesome. Yeah, I've actually have been playing um, Red Dead Redemption 2 though because oh, I had to. to get I, had. I, oh, I was so good. close to getting it. I, I oh, God, I like seriously, I canceled my, my Xbox Gold subscription because I have like too many games i have a hundred yeah. i about a, i have about 150 games i have yet to play and i'm like okay this is just <laughs> getting ridiculous i'm just gonna weed through and then like red dead redemption 2 came out and i was like oh i want to play it so badly but i was just like it'll it'll come on sale i'll play it eventually it's fine i don't have to play it right now it's fine but like of course there's the whole fomo thing fear of missing out and i was like everybody's talking about it and and like Oh God, it's just—it's oh. <laughs> good. I really I, enjoy it. I I play it and enjoy it, and it's fun. And I solved the game, and I'm still playing it. In the sense of, I have things that I'm like, well, uh, you know what I can do is I still have to get the perfect cardinal, the rat, and the woodpecker. And if I get those, <laughs> I can mail those out to some dude that wants those, and he'll pay me. And I'm like, you know, hey, it keeps me out of the bars. <laughs> it keeps me sober. <laughs> And, uh, you know, because I'm sober, too. I've been that's one of the things I talked about on my show that I never really had brought out. And I brought out my sobriety and my mental health. And I was like, shit, that I really. Yeah, I held that really tight to my those things, you know, and I'm like the shame and stigma of mental health, obviously. And then uh, just having an addiction and making, you know, feeling like a weak person or whatever. And so I was just like. You know what? Now that I'm gonna, now that I am sober and I have been, I'm gonna own it, and it feels good. And I'm good. like three years now, so it feels feels. Oh good. man, congratulations! Yeah. That's that's awesome. That's really, yeah. I'm I'm taking a, a a break from 
from drinking myself. And I'm, I gotta say, I, I like the clarity quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. You know, living good. up here in the Maritimes, it's what we do. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's just, it's especially in, in, um, in, uh, in Nova Scotia, we have um, some of the most, what is it? Um, the most bars per capita in all of North America. Hey, listen, it's funny you say that. And I'm sorry to step right on your toes as you say that. The town I live in at one mm-hmm. time, Oswego, New York is where it's called. And it's it's weird how I say it because I have an upstate New York but accent, Oswego. Mm-hmm. It, um, it at one time was in the Guinness Book of World's Record for the most bars per capita as well. So it's no way. That, yeah, oh yeah. That we have that we have that coincidence that you have we don't have it any we did, and you still do though. And so that's what I think people that live in the cold ass weather do. Yeah, right? Yeah. You know, it's I, I lived in Alberta once. Uh I lived in Calgary. And oh my god, does it ever get cold there? Um yeah. it's uh in so so Fahrenheit and Celsius meet um at the exact same point at minus 40 at minus 40 Celsius and minus 40 Fahrenheit are the same temperature. And there's something that you didn't know, or maybe you did. I don't know. I did it- not know. I didn't. And I, I just, you know what I just did? I wrote that down. If you can believe this, uh, there was a cold snap when I was living in Calgary and, and I went outside with my brother to go to the gym and it was minus 50 degrees celsius if you, if you can if you can believe that now yeah. that was a place calgary calgary people drank in calgary people didn't start drinking in calgary on friday they started on thursdays people would come down from um up north where they were digging for oil yeah. and gas natural gas and they'd come they'd get their paychecks and they'd come down to calgary early and they'd start drinking early there. So the weekend would be on Thursday and it wouldn't last. It wouldn't end until like late Sunday. And that's all anybody ever did was drink. And even the, even the company that I worked for, I worked for, um, uh, I stock photo. If you, I don't know. It's a, it's, they're a stock photo company. I stock photo.com. Yeah. And, I, I, sounds familiar. And they were a great company, wonderful company. And they had something called beer to peer. And uh, which was every Friday at 430, they came on the intercom and they said, stop working, come to the kitchen and drink the beer that we bought for you. And it was very fun. And <laughs> you just, like, yeah. And you go to the kitchen and you get to know your colleagues. But like, that's all anybody did. And I was getting depressed. And I was just like, you know what? I, I just, it was just, I was having an awful time. And so I, I kind of quit. I quit my job. I left my apartment. I moved in with a couple friends. And, and then I just, I started going to yoga and I got a crush on my yoga instructor and her and I started hanging out. We became friends. And then I became friends with her friends. And, and I stopped hanging out with my friends from work who all they did was drink. And so I just started hanging out in the park and doing yoga like every day and hanging out with people who would just go to sushi and do bike travels. And like nobody was drinking. Nobody. And I'm like, it was a completely different class of mental health that I wasn't used to seeing in people, especially in groups of people. And I'm like, this is refreshing. <laughs> it is. It I, really I like is. this. <laughs> right. So yeah, yeah. it's uh, people like to drink in the cold for sure. So, but uh, I agree. I think that that's something that you're, you're describing what sounds just like my hometown. 
where it's, you know, that's what everybody did. They started on a Wednesday instead of a Thursday. Oh, wow. <laughs> you got to one-up me, don't you? <laughs> no. I just thought, I liked how you said they started on a Thursday. See, like I said, you got that comic timing. Um, no, but, you know, and we're a college town, too. We're a SUNY town, and uh, our famed acclaim is Al Roker went to our college, and the famed Al Roker, who's... Uh, <laughs> That's, he's that's a weatherman. Your claim to fame? Yeah, yeah, one of them. And we got a new plant too. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Isn't that great? <laughs> There's a sub shop here in my hometown, yeah. and we have a sub named after him. That's helping. But actually, the oh famous uh, Eric Cole, the famous hockey players from my hometown. I don't know who that. I have Eric Cole. I'm, yeah, he played, don't follow sports at all. He, he played for the Hurricanes, <laughs> and uh, they won the Stanley Cup. So the Stanley Cup was here in this little Hobart town. It's a city, but it's beautiful. It's a beautiful city on the lake, and I love yeah. living here. Yeah, so it, it is nice. I, I hate down in it, but there's a lot of a lot of drunks, a lot of just good old just <laughs> boys, you know, country folk. It's uh. It's a nice area. A lot of fishing. Oh, do you, do you fish much? I don't know, but that's what's all around here. You know, it's just fishing and hunting, and and that's about it. Who's the uh, Who's that hockey player? Crosby, someone Crosby. I don't follow. Yeah, see, I that, I don't follow it either. Like you said, I'm, I don't. I'm so bad. Oh my god, I'm gonna get people are gonna be making fun of me left, right, and center for that. Yeah, <laughs> let's just let's just talk about something else other than sports. <laughs> you know, I, we. I did get some people calling in on my station about some weird dreams I had. And it was weird. Some of the reoccurring ones were like phantoms of people on people's chests. And all I that heard stuff. that. I listened to your, I listened to your, yeah. your episode today and, and yeah, that one creeped me out. I had yeah. that happen to me. I had a, somebody else call in and say that happened to them too. So I'm like, that was like some reoccurring dream. Cause I remember my brother having, some dream where he didn't have that, but he had some figure that would be standing in the doorway that was really ultra tall. And oh, it was just a God. shadow. Good. And I, I never had that stuff. You know, I don't, I have always that I'm flying in my dreams for some reason. But I like barely scraping the surface, you have altitude problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do get the altitude problems in my, in my flying, but I'm working on it. So that's, can I, it's, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just, I wanted to share with you the, the sleep paralysis demon dream that I had that was similar to your, it wasn't similar to your friends. Your friends sounded scary as hell. The, the, the woman's like crouching on his chest. Yeah. That? That was scary. So apparently sleep paralysis is very similar where you're, you experience an entity. This is very, from what I've been told, my, my friend is into the paranormal. And so he hears about this sort of stuff, but with sleep paralysis dreams, um, where your body is paralyzed, you can't move. You oftentimes at the same time, feel like there's an entity in the room with you trying to attack you in some way. And it's, it's like, this is common throughout the world, uh, for, for people who have sleep paralysis. And it's, and I experienced it, I think, for what I think is quite possibly the first time ever, maybe just a few months ago, and it just scared the hell out of me. Yeah, it I, sounds I, terrifying. Oh my god, I had I had a, a girlfriend at the time, and we were both asleep in bed, and I I dreamt. I knew I was dreaming because of after how I woke up, but I didn't know I was dreaming. That's the thing. 
here's the thing. It felt completely real. It felt like I was awake. And it felt like there was this invisible force at the end of the bed, which had grabbed my leg and was pulling me slowly out of the bed. And I was moving. My whole body was slowly being pulled out of the bed and my body was frozen. I could not move. But here's the worst part. I tried screaming for help, but I couldn't. I could barely manage a whisper of, of screaming help, like help, oh. as, lo- as loud as I could, just screaming help. And it was, it was terrifying. I couldn't move. I couldn't scream. I could barely breathe. And I was being pulled into this creature. And only when I gave up, when I decided, like, I can't fight this thing. So I'm giving in to let it take me when I just kind of like, whatever, I'm done. I'm dead, I guess. That's when I woke up. And I and in my the dream where I thought it was very, very real, I had moved like a good few feet down the bed. And then when I woke up, I was back into my original position, which is how I knew I was dreaming. But I was in the exact, like it was the same room, the same everything. It was, oh my God, it was terrifying. I don't like I... that. <laughs> Am I creeping you out, Patrick? Oh <laughs> man, that sounds terrifying. I don't like that. It was terrifying. Oh, man. <laughs> I found out later on that that's very, very common yeah, for sleep I got, paralysis. I got that from a lot of my callers and listeners called in, and that's what they had were said. And I, I am so knock on wood to, you know, I shouldn't knock on wood because you know what that really knock on wood is like supposedly means you're invoking the wood spirit. So I'm like, I don't want to do that because then I'll get some sleep paralysis and they'll be like, you're the one who knocked on the wood. <laughs> So I don't want to knock on no wood. I guess I won't do that, but I'm glad I've never had sleep paralysis. I get those stupid little random facts because that's one of the things I do on my show. You know, I just kind of, I get these random facts and I'll play them and go off from that. And so I'll spurt off stuff. And I don't know, I feel it, not like Cliffy on Cheers or anything, but I just feel like <laughs> sometimes I want to share things. No, I love it. That's That's what you should look up on your next show is sleep paralysis. Yeah. Yeah, I, I should. <laughs> I don't know. It creeped me out just now hearing it. You were. It was very uh, descriptive how you were able to describe that creepy. <laughs> Thank you. I I am a storyteller. I, I feel like. Uh, well, I'm a I'm a filmmaker actually. Yeah, you uh, said that you when you would because um, I did my interview and then you had mentioned you did something and were I'm interested in that. Tell me a little bit about that. Do you want to or what? Sure. Yeah, I can tell. You, um, I'd like to be on your show again. We can. I know can we got. To, we will. We will. We'll definitely yeah. make it work, and it, uh, the kinks will get worked out. I'll give you. I'll give you a little. A little. Little backstory. So yeah, always, give me a I've, teaser. I've always been since the age of ten, when uh, my my mother rented a a camcorder from Sears, and it was a shoulder mount, yeah, giant VHS camcorder, and that that tape that's inside of a vhs tape you know when you you pull back the flap of the vhs tape and there's that shiny sort of tape inside mm-hmm. that's called mylar uh, yes that's mylar <clears throat> yeah so when so that when when she rented that from sears i was hooked at 10 and i never looked back it just like i want to do this for the rest of my life and i've been chasing it ever since i was 
a cameraman at Access Cable 13 f- filming our mayor <laughs> nice. at the age of 13 years old. I was the youngest cameraman they ever had. And uh, I've been to film school a bunch of times in different provinces. And, <clears throat> and I've been... Uh, anyway, it's, it's, it, all, it's, it has a very sad ending because uh, of where we are in Nova Scotia. The, the, the film industry has collapsed. I was climbing the ladder. I made three sh- funded short films and I made a funded feature film here in Canada. And it's not your first feature film that really counts. It's your second. Once you can make your second feature film, you're kind of, that's when you're really in the door. And we were on our way to making our second feature film when uh, a number of years ago, the whole film industry collapsed, which is an entire story that I could rant on for an hour angrily because oh, <laughs> a lot of people lost not only their jobs but their careers and their livelihoods and their homes and it was just just this whole spectacle and debacle and like oh god so but devastating uh, it is it is so i'm i'm here now with friends i've got family here my you know my, my parents live here and my friends live here and if i want to continue to pursue my career realistically i need to move and that really sucks. Like move provinces, move to Toronto or move to Vancouver. Right. And, and so that, <clears throat> yeah. But uh, so podcasting is, is another, you know, it's another element for me where I can tell stories. You know, yeah. I, you I like, do it well. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate that. Like I, 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 you know, I tried some, I tried directing some theater this, the, this past year. I thought I'd give that a shot. Um, and that was fun, but it came with its own little quirks. <laughs> theater's weird, man. <laughs> theater's weird. I, I had a little bit of uh, time in it when I was very young, and uh, the director was like our local star, not as famous as Al Roker, but local star, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I was in a Jules Verne, a trip to the moon, and I still remember that, and that was fun. And I was in Tom Sawyer, and I was real jealous because I, I was only like one of the guys whitewashing the fences. And I always felt like I should have been Tom Sawyer, damn it. You know, <laughs> have you acted before? No, no, just had did that little bit. And um, I was young. It was a child theater program that they had at our college. And uh, no, I never had. I always wanted I had friends in high school always tell me, you know, you're you'll be on Saturday Night Live someday, you'll do this. And because I was just the class clown, you know, and they said that because I was made them laugh all the time. But right. I when I went to college, I went for early childhood development and nursery education. So I've got into education and I should have done something. You know, I, I met buddies there that were doing radio and television. And I'm like, what, what am I doing? Why did I? And I didn't change my major and I didn't do it. I just didn't pursue what I I don't know. So now that I've stumbled across podcasting, Myla, I feel like I have maybe something is open for me to where I'm like, hey, maybe it's here. And this is why it just was meant to be at this time. There's people that have written books and they didn't write it until they were 45 or something like that. So I heard recently that Stan Lee invented Spider-Man after he was 40. Yeah. So like that's <laughs> if that's true, that's crazy. Right. So, yeah. Like, Stan Lee is amazing anyways, because he just has created so many characters in a, a great, big, beautiful universe with, you know, there's over 5000 plus characters really in, in the Marvel universe. Not that he's created, but in the Marvel universe alone, there's, you know, a good 5000 characters or so. And that's maybe that can't be true. Is that true? I, I, I really hope I, you know, I should pull it up on my tablet right now and, and find out because I know the DC and the Marvel 
character. And I hope your listeners, if they're listening, can call in and say, you know what, this guy either knows his stuff or he has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, let us know. <laughs> yeah, because I'm really sure it's about 5,000. You That's know, and I and I could be off on that, you know, and I I'm I usually when I throw out numbers on my my podcast, well, not usually I'll know, you know, I, I'll know I don't I don't bullshit people, you know, right. So, but I, <laughs> I I know that it's a very a really big universe. And my oldest daughter, she is a fan. And I believe I got that something from her before. She's like, we well, you know, dad, they're over 5,000. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, OK, whatever, kid on. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's um, unbelievable oh my yeah. god i love i love the marvel cinematic universe honestly yeah I, I just... i'm definitely marvel more than dc oh my god. I, yeah yeah but i haven't it's... seen aquaman yet <clears throat> me neither me yeah. neither you know it's funny i just watched ant-man and the wasp again last night um it's on netflix now and at least in canada we've got totally different <laughs> you guys get a way better netflix than we do by the way just saying <laughs> oh really <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> There's there's like sneaky ways of like hide your IP so that you can get awesome American Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so but, yeah, I have not seen Ant Man and the Wasp yet, but we did just recently, and I know this is totally not uh, a comic movie, but we watched Bird Box because the hype, everybody was talking about it, and I I just thought it had hype, and I was like, it didn't scare me that much. Okay, don't tell me, and I know nothing about it. Yeah, I, I won't I say a word. I, I want to watch it. All yeah, I know is it, it involves uh, Sandra Bullock with a blindfold and something in the woods. That's all yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm the same as you. As soon as somebody says that, I'm like, if I really want to watch don't say a word then. You know, so I won't say a word about it, but I just, you know, I, I watched. That was the last thing I watched, but I do want to watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's something that I have like. Paul, seen... Paul Rudd is funny. Have you seen the first Ant-Man? Yes. Okay, so... <laughs> So I actually, this is, this is how geeky I get sometimes. I, I had a hard time watching it because of the, the physics and I had to, <laughs> of, yeah, of shrinking and growing. So I, I actually went online and I, and I found a website that like explained in depth the physics behind this made up technology. Right. <laughs> and like, and talking about like, how like if, if it was possible this is how it would be possible to shrink something and keep its mass and lose its mass and you'd have and it was talking about like mass is directly tied to a wave field and if you alter that wave field you can alter the mass which is how you know he's able to be the size of a quarter but still be 200 pounds in you know in an inch but at the same time uh, able to ride an ant and not crush the ant you know so like it's you he has to have a suit that is able to change its mass at will or so that he can punch for the the force of 200 pound man yet at the same time you know be light as a feather so it's like he's got to be able to and like this is the only way i could was was able to enjoy watching the movie was knowing that it's this is <laughs> i've gone too far no <laughs> no i know what you mean you're watching it and going no hey this how what Huh? <laughs> someone went to great lengths on this website to, to to really do their best to say like if this was possible this is how it would be possible and it was it kind of was like okay that makes the movie for me i remember stuff like that though that's been around since like star trek my brother had a starfleet star trek book <clears throat> and it was hardcover and you you would read it and it had schematics 
on the USS Enterprise. It has really? Schematics on the guns. It talks about this. It talks, and you're looking at it, and it's written exactly like it's 100% real. And everything is real and true to that Star Trek universe. And I just, there's some purists out there, which you know where they really... They really, like I said, you you might have some listeners that go on, there's not 5,000. There's more than that. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is so big these days yeah. that no matter what conversation anybody has, if they talk long enough, it will eventually get to talking about that. Like, <laughs> right. It does. It does yeah. turn around to that. It's funny how we've <laughs> turned around and just started because it's it's such big in the culture. I see that. Uh, Black Panther just won for like best uh, something up for uh, I don't know some first time a superhero movie has won some best whatever it was the other day. Did it actually? Did the Oscars happen already? No, it wasn't the. Yeah. It was some Golden Globes maybe. Oh, I see. Okay, all right. On here's yeah. something. That, here's here's something. What do you think? What do you think about this? I love trailers. I watch trailers all the time. I I I edit trailers for movies. Oh cool. Uh, cool. Uh you you'd think it was cool. I hate it. <laughs> it's <laughs> I once had a round table of uh 17 17 people clients from this one movie that I was making a trailer for all making requesting changes at the same time. 17. It wow. was absolutely insane. So uh but uh, anyway the the from what I heard and I don't know if this is true but I'd like to think it is all of the trailers that are going to be coming out for Avengers Endgame are only going to be using footage from the first 20 minutes of the movie. And that's it. Mm. I like that a lot. So no matter what trailer you see, you will still be completely surprised when you go see the movie. Yeah. I find that a lot of times trailers, since, since you're in that, thing there's there's something that you have to do that's said now some unspoken word that's like we have to really let people know what's totally going on to make them watch it's like no people like you or i that want to watch the movie completely it's like don't ruin it so that's cool to know that they're (laughs) not sending you know that they are only doing those so that would be hard as a creator of having people around that table telling you no put this put this and you're like but don't you understand people are gonna know (laughs) I don't think they need to really advertise this one. <laughs> yeah. You know, right. I think people are just going to go. Like, I don't think they have to be convinced. You know, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I really don't. <laughs> well, uh, this is uh, this has turned out to be the longest podcast I've ever It was fun. Read. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I really appreciate your time. That was awesome. I appreciate your, your time. Thank you yeah. so much for being on my show. Uh, and like, I mean, we just shot the ship for half an hour. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> really talk about... <laughs> <laughs> anything in particular so i don't know if this is entertaining for our audiences or, or not totally I'm, up to you if you I'm, put it out there i'm oh i'll put it out there it's put it's, been, <laughs> it's it's up it's going up for sure uh no but patrick i had a blast man thank me you too. so much me too uh, i hope i hope to be on your show sometime uh, i want to i want to have you as a guest i really do because i think that you would add value to my show i think right now we had add we some value there's some nuggets in here that we might not even know that are in here and oh hopefully yeah. somebody one person got a little value out of something or got a laugh out of one of our or guffaw or something or chortle perhaps <laughs> well in in the spirit of your show yes. uh coming on to mine 
uh, every time I listen to your show, I learn something new. So before we end this, 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 this podcast, how about uh, you teach me something out of the blue, anything at all, big or small, that I, I, I wouldn't know. And we'll end it on, we'll end it on a fact. Oh my gosh. Put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, you are. Well, uh, oh, geez. What, uh, why do we call crayons crayons? What are crayons? Crayons, like crayons to color with. Crayola. Oh, crayons. crayons. Oh, crayons. Sorry. Yeah, like uh, the Crayola ones too. The good ones. Not the dollar store ones. The Crayola. Why do we call them crayons? We, crayons. I, I have no idea why it's, they're called crayons. Yeah, and uh, Crayola, it's Crayola, they combine the French word for chalk, which is cray, and the first part of the oleanagous oil, or the paraffin wax, it's used to make the crayon itself. So Edward Binney and his wife Alice combine these words, and Alice is actually the one who came up with the word, so Alice is the one who should get the credit, combining the French word for chalk with the oleanagous oil, the paraffin wax, so that's how... Crayola crayons got their name. That's amazing. Cool, right? That's very cool. So did Crayola invent the name crayon? She named she named um the name crayons, yeah. That's she Alice. Alice Binney. That's so cool. And you <laughs> what's cool is that you did that from memory, didn't you? I did because well, it's <laughs> the reason why I did because it was one of my fun facts just one of my last couple episodes ago, and so that was on. It, they some of them stick to my brain, and that was one. The other one oh, was M and M's. That's very cool. I remember the M M&M and M one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, very cool. Well, hopefully, I, I I sleep and dream of crayons tonight, and not yeah. uh, not Walter White again. Right. Color yeah. a pretty picture for yourself tonight. <laughs> Patrick, thank you so much for being thank on my you. show. Do you want to give a little shout out to your show real quick? Tell them what, what your show is about and where, you can, where we, people can find you. Yeah, I would love to have people come on over. You can find me at my, my website's WLOAP.com. And from there, you can find all my social media if you'd like to follow me from there. But my name of my podcast is We Live on a Planet. And you can find it anywhere podcasts are found. Awesome. And it is a, and it is a really fun show to listen to. I, I, I highly recommend all my listeners go over and check it out. You won't be disappointed. Patrick, thanks so much again for being on the show, buddy. Thank you, Mylar. Have yourself a wonderful evening. I will. You as well. Okay. Good night. Peace. I mean, good morning. <laughs> good, good morning. Good morning.